Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Dan Manigan in for Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan, the station you've got to listen to. I'm here till 2 o'clock today. We'll hear from Kevin Stefanski later on in the show about that 1225 area uh, also talk to Mike Tomzak and the person who is joining us right now on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. She is the great Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer. Hello, Mary Kay. Happy holidays to you. How you doing? Happy holidays to you, too. I'm doing real well. All right, a little bit of news that has come down. Uh, this is from Mike Garofolo. It seemed to be coming from multiple locations as well. The Browns have signed punter Matt, I think it's pronounced Hack, H-A-A-C-K. Uh, what do you... What do you think of the Browns signing a punter to their practice squad? And what do you think that tells us about Corey Bajorquez? Well, we know that, that Corey got dinged during the game. He suffered a left quad injury. So they they had to do what they had to do. And, uh, and you know, now they are looking at, you know, breaking in a new punter and a new kicker for this game on a short week on Thursday night. So uh, this is going to be, you know, just a little challenging for them. But this is a football team that has overcome numerous challenges all year. Pronounce Hawk. I mispronounce it. It's Matt Hawk. Uh, the punter that is coming into the Browns practice squad. We'll see what this ends up looking like. Of course, hear from Kevin Stefanski later on, players as well from Berea, and of course, the great Mary Kay Cabot along the way. So the the first thing that really stood out in this game, Mary Kay, how amazing is Amari Cooper, and how nuts is it that in one month, Joe Flacco and Amari Cooper seem like they're sharing a brain? Like, it's unbelievable how they're even hitting back shoulder throws. Have you seen stuff like that in practice, and is it shocked you how good it looks? Well, you know, Joe's got the arm to get it to Amari, and Amari's got everything else after that. He just takes it from there. He's been uh, phenomenal. So uh, it, it's just, you know, synergy between those two guys. It's just a perfect fit, and it's going to carry these guys really, really far. I mean, they, they're going to have some tougher defenses that they're going to have to go against. But, uh, you know, when, when you've got two guys like that uh, that can hit those big plays, then you're definitely uh, going to be very explosive when it comes to the playoffs. With that ability that's there, and even hearing Amari Cooper talk about Joe Flacco, like, I'll be honest, Amari Cooper is pretty notorious in press conferences. He gives good answers, but they're relatively short. And it seems like every time they ask him about Flacco, he just expands and goes on for like two minutes, two and a half minutes, just talking about Joe Flacco and his ability to throw the ball in the right spot, arm talent, not being able to overthrow it. It's just fantastic to see Mary Kay, and it's just so fascinating that it's taken such a short period of time. Yeah, and, you know, I, you know, Amari has talked that way about Deshaun as well. So I think people need to, to uh, you know, to recognize that he has felt 
very, very positive about Deshaun. This isn't some situation where he didn't have any chemistry with Deshaun, and now all of a sudden he's a, a happy camper. It's not like that at all. So I, I just think that we need to temper the enthusiasm on that just the tiniest bit. Right, and, and that wasn't meant to, you know. See, this is the problem that we're in, is it's everything that's said about this team and what Flacco has been able to do is not meant to be an insult to Deshaun Watson, and we all have to preface it that way. And I'm I'm just as guilty of it as well, because Deshaun Watson is the future quarterback of this team. But is there yeah. a future possibly with Joe Flacco involved as well? Like, would he come back in a backup role if that were to be the case? You know, possibly, but we don't we don't know that for sure. We don't know if he'll have a different opportunity where he'll have an opportunity to, um, you know, to, to be a bridge starter for someone. Uh, I don't know that anybody's going to call on him to be a starter right away, but um, certainly he's someone that can be looked at in terms of a bridge starter for a team. So, um, so yeah, this, these are things to keep an eye on as, as we move forward. How amazing is it? Amari Cooper, 265 yards, 15 targets, 11 catches, and two touchdowns. What does that say about this Browns offense? No, I think it says it says a lot about the offense, just in terms of what Kevin Stefanski is willing to call uh, based on the talent that he has out there on the field. Uh, that's one thing. And then the other thing is uh, – you know, th- these guys have the ability to do that. I mean, you don't. Not everybody is an Amari Cooper. I I think he's. I mean, he's certainly the best receiver that that I have ever covered. He he really is. He's the best receiver that I've ever covered. So, um, you know, I, I think that has a lot to do with it. When you have guys that can make those kind of catches and make those kind of throws, you know, you're not going to be running the dink and dunk offense. Mary Kikab at Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer joining us on the North Office of Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. I think the only real bad thing that we can take away from that Houston game, Mary Kay, was the performance of the special teams between the, the kick return for the touchdown and a couple other things in between there. Can the Browns fix this and get this cleaned up a little bit before we get to the short week against uh, New York? Well, they have to. They don't have any choice. And I don't think you can go out and find a Dustin Hopkins very easily, and you can't go out and find a Corey Bajorquez very easily either. So, um, you know, it's probably not going to be what it was, but, it, you know, it's going to have to suffice. It's going to have to do. And it can't be, you know, DeAnthony Bell out there kicking off for you in the second half. <laughs> no, you you want to avoid that, even though I'm not going to lie. It, it did kind of make me chuckle when I saw DeAnthony Bell out there kicking it. I know it's, you know, kind of one of those – you know, circumstantial type of things, but boy, it it did make me chuckle. What do Browns fans need to know about Riley Patterson? Well, you know, I mean, he's, he went 15 of 17 this year, young kicker, you know, nice, big, strong leg. He missed a couple of extra points and I'm sorry, I'm running into, uh, I'm running into the Browns facility. You're fine. You're fine. Not a problem at all, Mary Kay. Um, so yeah, if I sound out of breath, I'm running with 22 bags and, uh, bolting across the street anyway um so riley you know he's just gonna have to come in and try to hold down the fort it might just be for one game maybe it won't even be for a game but uh but you know he's got a tough act to follow and um he he was cut because he missed two out of his previous three extra points um so you can't be having that kind of thing and they just they're just gonna have to hope for the best 
Do we have any indication how severe the hamstring injury for Dustin Hopkins is? He spoke after the game to the media, so I, it, that felt real encouraging when to see him actually addressing you guys after the game was over because typically those guys are getting, you know, if you're injured, you're getting treatment and you really don't have time. Um, you know what? It's his, um, it's his plant leg. So, um, you know, he, so, you know, there is a chance that he can get back sooner than later. And, you know, the fact that they're bringing in another punter, I think really pretty much tells you what you need to know about how serious this is. It's serious enough that they've had to go to plan B and try to figure some things out. Absolutely. Uh, AmericaCabotCleveland.com and the plane dealer joining us. What do we know about the Martin Emerson injury as well? Like it, it seemed, it was kind of funky when it, and I shouldn't say funky, but what do we know about Martin Emerson's injury? And hopefully we get more of an update today. Um, yeah, we'll get more of an update. We're just, like I said, oh, here. <laughs> um, yeah, we, um, we'll, we'll know more about this in a little bit. We are going to be talking to some players here starting at 1130. And then, uh, then we'll have, Kevin Stefanski at, I think, about 1230, and then practice a little bit after that. So we'll know more, but I have a feeling that, that Martin will be probably either limited or idle today. It's the way that that stuff ends up going. Thank you very much for the time, Mary Kay. Enjoy the day. Hopefully, you know, we get good updates on everything that's going on with the Browns, and we'll talk. Definitely we'll have you on, you know, all during the week and that stuff. Thanks, Mary Kay. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Not a problem. Mary Kay Cabot, and the Plain Dealer joining us on the Northumster Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. It, it's such a fascinating predicament because in a game with so many positives that took place, the two major things that came out of it was the fact that Dustin Hopkins, who had become one of, gosh, and fantasy football players will know this better than anybody, one of the, what, six kickers, five kickers that you truly trust. Every other kicker, was basically just like rolling dice. You know, you you would you would have these kickers out there and you'd almost treat them like used cars where it was like just go and go and go. Oh, it clunked out. All right, sell it, get the next one in here. You know, that's it's just how you treated kickers. And the Browns since Phil Dawson have been kind of doing that with kickers and trying to figure out who the next great one was going to be. You know, between Greg Joseph you could throw in Zane Gonzalez, you could put in Kate York, and there were others along the way as well where you would kind of have these guys for a little bit and they'd kick free and then they'd start missing and you'd toss them to the side and bring in the next one. And the Browns had solidified that kicker position with Dustin Hopkins, and now here we are with the hamstring injury. And the other one is that Corey Bohorquez became a serious weapon for this team. And I'll be the first to say I make fun of Iowa football all the time for the whole idea of, you know, nothing better than a great punt. Jim Trestle, the same exact thing. Best play, you know, best play in football. More important, great punt. Borges was bombing like 70 yarders. Like, it was insane how much leg that guy had and how much distance the ball had off of it. And so to be bringing in a guy like Matt Hawk, not going to be Corey Borges. And, I mean, I could read you punter statistics, but I think you'd fall asleep. Same thing with bringing in the, you know, bringing in Riley Patterson. I could read you kicker statistics, but you'd fall asleep. He was starting to miss extra points, so the Lions cut him, and we know how this goes. Another team picks him up, and all of a sudden he starts succeeding again. Young Way Koo, the perfect example. He was the Chargers kicker. He kicked a whole bunch for a good period of time, started missing him. Chargers cut him, got picked up with the Atlanta Falcons, has been kicking well for the Atlanta Falcons. The minute he starts struggling again, they're going to move on from him. They're going to go find the next kicker, and hopefully he'll kick a few more for a little bit too. 
And so missing that automatic thing in the offense and missing those three automatic points or as close to automatic as you could get them in a game against the Jets, which is one of the better defenses in football, and while, yes, the offense is super clunky, and yes, Zach Wilson is, eh, and they've been running through Trevor Simeon, and they've been running through all these other quarterbacks along the way, not having those three points in a game that's looking like it's going to be rainy might turn out to be a bigger deal than we all want to openly admit. And so it's something to keep an eye on all throughout the week to see if Dustin Hopkins is going to be able to play, and hopefully he can. Again, Mary Kay right there, hamstring on the plant leg. Okay, we'll see what this looks like. Hopefully he's able to fight his way through it. Hopefully they can take care of the hamstring however you would do it besides, you know, the way that all of us do it, which is walking gingerly, limping, and, you know, hopefully throwing some ice on there every so often too. So hopefully we can figure it out from there. But one of the interesting things that Mary Kay said on the tail end of that, and we will hear from Brown's players throughout the show, media will be starting a little bit later on. As we get that for you, we will have that for you here on 92 The Fan, the home of the Browns. Same thing with Kevin Stefanski at 1225. Mary Kay did a, brought up a really good point about something that is the best that she's ever seen. I think I agree with her. Next, Dan Madigan for Baskin and Phelps, 93 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Damn it, I get it for Basket and Phelps 92.3, the fan. In day, Joe Flacco just finishing up, of course, all those press conferences brought to you by Nissan and North Homestead. I-90 Nissan and Sheffield Village. Shop online, bignissan.com. Couple interesting things out of there. Flacco saying his arm feels great. You know, Flacco saying, I, I feel good as a veteran quarterback in this league. And, and as a quarterback, there are some days you feel great. There are some days you don't. Like, it's it's so funny to hear because it sounds like almost like starting pitchers. 
you know, when you get starting pitcher press conferences and there are some games that they get done and they're like, I feel great. I could give you three more innings. You know, my legs feel good. The arm feels good. All that kind of stuff. And then there are other times you hear from starting pitchers and like, I am gassed. The legs hurt. Like this is an absolute bear. And it's so funny because that's exactly what Flacco sounds like. And, you know, you, you get those overlaps in between there. And I think it's one of those, again, I wouldn't be concerned. Joe Flacco's not concerned. That's just life in the NFL. And as long as he continues to be healthy and as long as he continues to play the way that he is, Browns have as good of a shot as anybody. Again, the only team I'm really scared of is the Baltimore Ravens because I think they're playing better now than when you face them with Deshaun Watson. Not to mention this Browns team beat the Baltimore Ravens. It was a different team then. You had more talent. You had more of your starters. You weren't as banged up in the secondary. You weren't as banged up in the with the linebacker position. You had Deshaun Watson in there. Like there, the tackles were Jedrick Wills and Dewan Jones. So you only had the second string in there instead of being on third, fourth, and fifth string. Like it, it just all those little pieces in between. Are, it's just a different team. It's two different teams now. And so I, I think the Ravens are better. I think the Dolphins, you could make the argument. We'll see what it looks like with Jalen Waddle, But I think you can make the argument that they're better. I would love to watch a Browns-Dolphins game. I think it would be an absolute blast. We are going to get Ravens-Dolphins this weekend. So something to keep an eye on, something to watch there. We were talking to Anthony beforehand, though, and he got cut off. Anthony, thank you for waiting, man. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem at all, buddy. No problem at all. Uh, yeah, I was just uh, talking about Dustin... Hopkins and, you know, with his injury and everything else like that. Well, he kind of, like, I don't know if, I don't know how it goes exactly, but, um, you know, when, whenever you get injured, you kind of, like, want to stretch it out or go back to the locker room, see if you can, like, run it off or something. He was just kind of just standing on it, not sitting on the bench, just standing there with his baseball cap on. I don't know if he was, like, giving advice to, <laughs> to kick the ball or. It, it probably was. He was probably trying to help Bajorquez and DeAnthony Bell and all of those guys going, like, hey, uh, Okay, so this is the best way to kick this. This is the best way to go about it because they they seemed like it was Bohorquez to take over, and then Bohorquez ended up with a quad injury that now everybody's kind of got an eye on. So yeah, yeah. too many guys it's, it's doing like, too many different things. You know, sometimes yeah. it benefits you, and other times it could backfire on you. So hopefully they've hopefully he's in good shape, and hopefully Patterson can step up and help this team if he needs to. Yeah, I hope so too. And then that you know throwing off point, but like just when Baker Mayfield ended up tackling that guy, and he ends up ruining his shoulder. You know, yeah. so it's, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, I I don't know about your opinion, but I'm, I'm thinking Flacco's going to take us far in the playoffs. You know, I'm thinking that he's going to he's gonna take us far. And and I, I wouldn't mind seeing him start next season over to Sean Watson. So, Anthony, it makes a lot of sense, and I appreciate you holding it. I appreciate the call, man. Happy holidays to you and the family. Happy holidays to you. Thank you very much. So, this has come up multiple times. This was, you know, it's funny. Tom Withers bringing up everybody talking about Flacco at the holiday party. This was the stuff that was coming up at the holiday party for me. It was, hey, Flacco's been amazing, all that kind of stuff. But the second part of it is, would he start? I think we need to completely put that to bed now. And it looks great. This offense is humming. Stefanski's done a great job. We could argue maybe if the offense is built a little bit better for Joe Flacco, whatever. It's not going to happen. Deshaun Watson is the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns in 2024, okay? Don't even let it enter your brain. No matter how far Joe Flacco takes them, Deshaun Watson is the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns in 2024. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I'm not trying to, you know, for those of you who love Flacco, who think this is great, want him to be the guy moving forward, think that he gives them a better chance to win to Deshaun Watson, that's wonderful fodder. Deshaun Watson is locked up to this team. That contract has them locked up. They cannot move on from it. If they cut Deshaun Watson or trade Deshaun Watson, they cannot field a football team. The dead cap hit is close to $150 million. You cannot field a football team if you were to cut him or to trade him unless he negotiated. And why in the world would Deshaun Watson want to negotiate with the Browns to not get every last dime? This is the situation that this organization put itself in when it signed Deshaun Watson to the massive guaranteed money contract that they did, which again, I still think Deshaun Watson when healthy is a better quarterback than Joe Flacco. He is a better NFL quarterback than Joe Flacco. Okay? It started looking better in the last three games. It started clicking. You started seeing this offense figure out, and there was a connection with Amari Cooper along the way as well. So I think we all need to take a deep breath and come to the realization that Deshaun Watson is the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns from 2024 and from there, and the ceiling is at its highest with Deshaun Watson. All right? That's... I hate to say it. I hate to be the bearer of bad news because this came up a whole bunch at my holiday parties as well, and you're hearing it from a bunch of people going, well, I'd love to see Flacco be the starter. All right? He's 38. I don't know how many years he has left. The Tom Brady 44 thing I don't think is going to be the new norm. I don't think LeBron James is now the normal of NBA players playing at his top level at 38 or 39 years old. Like, I, these guys are aliens. I don't think Joe Flacco constitutes an alien in the same way that that Tom Brady is. So... It's great. He's a great fill-in. Hopefully he is starting somewhere next year, and hopefully that is including because it means that Deshaun Watson is the starting quarterback of this team, which is what they built, which is what they planned for, which is what they put together. All right, got that out of the way. I feel better now. I, I feel better. It's Watson's job. No one's going to trade for that contract on top of it. It's Watson's job. Okay. Mary Kay Cabot, Cleveland.com, and the Plain Dealer brought up an Awesome point that I've been kicking around in my head. And Mary Kay has been covering this team for a good period of time and has been the number one beat reporter for this team for a good period of time as well. She has seen a lot of football. She has talked to a lot of people. Mary Kay was, I asked her about Amari Cooper and she had this to say. The best wide receiver I have ever covered. Listen to that praise. Now, I understand that some of it is the fact that 1999 and on has been a little on the rockier side. The best wide receiver I have ever covered is Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper has been here for two years. He has 150 receptions for 2,410 yards, 16.1 yards per reception, 14 touchdowns, um, 111 first downs along the way as well for Amari Cooper. He's been outstanding for this team. He's been a great pick They stole him 
from the Dallas Cowboys. He's the first Browns wide receiver, as everybody saw on the telecast 8,000 times, to have back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. And that is going to continue to grow. Because clearly a connection has been made with Joe Flacco and with Amari Cooper. So, again, for that game, one more time. 15 targets, 11 catches, 265 yards, and two touchdowns for Amari Cooper. The 265 yards, the new single-game record for the Browns, taking over for Josh Gordon, who did it on December 1st, 2013. He had 261 yards. In four weeks, count them, four weeks with Joe Flacco. 25 catches, 485 yards, three touchdowns. In four weeks. And the stuff that they are doing on offense – where Joe Flacco, there, there was a play in that Texans game where Joe Flacco hit Amari Cooper on a back shoulder throw. That is the timing of all timing routes. For those of you out there who think the same way that I do, which is almost in like nerd terms, that's like the Vulcan mind meld route, where this guy needs to know exactly where the ball is going to be and turn around and get it because it's off of that back shoulder. I watched, we all watched for years as Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne hit those back shoulder throws. Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, Steve Young and Jerry Rice. Like, we've we've seen quarterbacks hit that throw, and you have to be together to get those. And Joe Flacco is hitting those with Amari Cooper. Where those two understand each other so well, and they understand where the ball is going to go so well, that it is absolutely phenomenal to watch this come together and in such a short period of time just makes it insane to me that it is such a short period of time that these two have gotten on the same page. How can you not be impressed? And so I I asked the question to Mary Kay. Mary Kay brought it up, did a phenomenal job. I'll ask it to everybody else. Is Amari Cooper the best wide receiver the Browns have had since 1999? I think the answer is yes. Like, you could make a Josh Gordon argument, but the problem was, is again, it was so up and down. It was so inconsistent. The highs were awesome, and the lows were just, ugh. You know, and then there was all the off-field stuff on top of it. Odell Beckham Jr. may have had the most hype of any wide receiver that was showing up, but that connection with Baker Mayfield was never there. And I know there are people still to this day who scream that it's Stefanski's offense. I scream the fact that Baker Mayfield doesn't throw slant routes, and that's just what Odell Beckham does well. And you saw it in those Super Bowls, and then he you know, hurt his knee again, and he's kind of been in and out of the lineup for Baltimore catching passes every so often. Jarvis Landry was a wonderful player for this team. He was great to help the turnaround and to get a different philosophy in here. Kevin Johnson was awesome in the beginning, but I don't know if he falls into that category. I think it's Amari Cooper, folks. I think we were watching the best wide receiver since 1999, and he happens to wear number two for the Cleveland Browns, Amari Cooper. 216-474-0092, at the Sportsfeller on Twitter if you want to get me on Twitter. Kevin Stefanski speaks today, 1225. And, of course, 1 o'clock we will talk to former Browns quarterback Mike Tomzak all about what it takes to build that that connection between a quarterback and a wide receiver. Dan Manigan in for Baskin and Phelps, 92 through the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.